and welcome to the Witch Hut. I am your host, Chelsea Martinez, and I'm a practicing witch here to add a little magic to your day. I don't have a ton of updates today, um, mostly because I'm recording this a little bit earlier than I normally would have, but the full moon is tonight, so I'll definitely add any new moon related pictures to this episode's Instagram post. And in a kind of related note, or I guess related to this podcast, I will be trying out a different editing software, so hopefully that means that my segments don't get their ends cut off when I don't want them to anymore. That would be great, so fingers crossed, I'm really hoping that this works out for us and that I can be able to post my entire segments. Just think of it, even the endings. While I was trying to decide what to talk about today, I couldn't really make up my mind. I do keep a pretty long list of topics that I want to cover at some point, but nothing felt quite right for today. California, where I live, is getting really warm, and it kind of feels like my brain decided to go on summer vacation. So physically, I'm right here, but mentally, I'm on a tropical getaway, and all I really want to do is drink fruity cocktails and watch the sunlight play off the leaves that have grown back after winter. It might sound like this whole brain vacation thing would lead to a lack of interest in the spiritual and an overall less active practice. I think that there's a misconception that all that a witch does is cast spells, and that spell work is all that makes up witchcraft. I can't speak for all witches, but personally, I tend to cast fewer spells than you might expect. I also tend not to like having more than one or maybe two magical workings underway at a given time. While there are plenty of things I could potentially cast for, I would rather be highly selective so as to be able to devote as much attention to a spell as possible for its duration. But beyond all that, my purpose in maintaining a spiritual practice of witchcraft is not to cast spells. There are a lot of other things on the spiritual playground besides spellcraft, and it's worth it to broaden your focus enough to explore those things. I work with a matron deity, and every Friday night is set aside to spend in devotion to her. This is the heart of my spiritual practice, and while I do sometimes come to her with struggles, and always with gratitude, this is also a time for me to reconnect with my spirituality on a regular basis. If my spirituality were a cup, this is when that cup is refilled. Sometimes this means just lighting candles, then taking the time to appreciate them, and that might be what that evening's spiritual activities consist of. Sometimes I might make a drink or do things that make me feel spiritually tuned in, like read a book about witchcraft or watch a movie with witchy vibes. Another thing that I find really builds and adds to my feelings of spirituality is an exercise I learned from Deb Castellano's book, Glamour Magic. The gist is, you reframe the negative thoughts that you have about yourself into thoughts that feel glamorous or interesting. I've also extended that practice into general activities or things that I may feel negatively about. It's not about turning a negative into a positive. It's about cultivating an atmosphere and mindset that reinforces your version of the mystical. 
I don't love the idea that everything negative must become positive in order to be worthwhile, and I appreciate that this exercise introduces options beyond simply negative or positive. If my mind is on vacation, it might be really easy to say, I can't focus, so nothing of value can happen until I'm ready to buckle down and get serious. Or I could say, I feel like a free spirit today. I'm indulging my sense of play, which is its own unique brand of magic. The second option gives me space to feel whatever I'm feeling and still cultivate the spiritual atmosphere that I desire. There's a very common misconception that a spiritual life is as far removed from regular society as possible. It's helpful to choose the degree to which you engage in some social norms, but part of being a witch is that you're expected to be human and enjoy human things. It's important to listen to your human soul and experience the things that will fulfill you as a human being. It may not seem like a highly spiritual act to want to watch a movie or get some extra sleep, but your human soul may want those things, and your ability to experience humanity is a key part of your ability to experience the spiritual. If you sometimes find yourself in a place where you are overwhelmed by the perceived demands of what it is to be a witch, it's good to take a little break from the things that demand. Spellcraft can be a demanding pursuit, and there are so many ways to engage in the world around you and allow yourself to be spiritual. All right, so it's time for our tarot reading. Today I'm going to be using the Dreamkeeper's Tarot in honor of our new moon because I do get some really great lunar vibes off of this deck. And our card today is the King of Wands, which I think is a great card for this episode, come to think of it. The King of Wands is the more mature version of the Knight of Wands, which means that you're kind of reaping the benefits of exploring the world, and then you're turning it into something that's more well-rounded and more stable. I think this card is a really good one if you want to embody that be the main character thing that a lot of people are talking about lately. And I think that the King of Wands is a really good reminder to not just be the boss of your own life, but to also enjoy your life. The King of Wands is a very sensual person, and he's also very much into pleasure. He's really into things that are just about enjoyment. He's a very fun-loving person. And I think that if you wanted to indulge your sense of play while still going about your craft, this would be a great card to look to. So I'm glad that he made his appearance because it was very timely. As always, thanks for tuning in. This is a shorter episode than last week, but right after I record this, I'm actually pre-recording for next week. I'll be getting my second dose of the Pfizer vaccine on Sunday, so if I wind up not feeling good, it'll happen on the days that I normally devote to podcasting. So you'll hear from me next week, but I'll talk to you again in two weeks. If you'd like, you can keep up with The Witch Hut on Instagram, at The Witch Hut Pod, and you can also follow me on my personal account on Instagram, at Pigeon Sauvage. If you'd like to ask a question and have me answer it on the podcast, feel free to DM me on either of those accounts. And until next time, stay safe, healthy, and magical. Uh -huh.